Um, and that's that's By in the, the way, midst you didn't of these judge people. him in the moment. That was the best thing you did. Of course not. You allowed you know? him to share yeah. with you because you've been there for sure. And so, then you did what you did. And how did he respond? This is, hold on, my point is, is that as speculation, but right? Yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. It could yeah. be something that really happened. The Pharisees were the most Bible thumping, whatever you want to call it. They had no heart for God or people. They thought they were above superior to all of us. That's why Jesus said, you guys are like whitewashed tomb. People resist change. Right. Right. There okay, it is. Listen, change. Yes, I understand. That's necessary. I know. To but you cannot replace anything. We're not replacing okay. the Bible. We're not I know, replacing the Bible. But you're pastors. saying that people are not what wanting I'm to be is, in school. They're not trying to be in church hold because on. of outside rest. of the four walls. We need to go out into into the field. Everything in the world is a mission field. This podcast could be in the mission field. Me and you outside of our day-to-day going to church, serving where we're at, we go, your job, you meet people, you're always ministering to people because you're feeling compelled to do it. Only God can make that happen inside you internally to feel that compelled to share the truth with people. So all I'm saying is if the, if the church, the way it's been established, remember American Christianity is way different than Christianity all Amen. around the world. Amen. We've been so spoiled in this country what latte are you getting today, sir? Hey, ma'am, what would you like with your, uh, with your uh, cappuccino, whatever the heck these drinks are drinking, latte, all of this stuff? They're more focused on the, the, the things that have nothing to do with a real connection with somebody who's searching for the truth, like our friend right here. Jay's searching for the truth. He's open mind, open heart. He's getting ministered to without even realizing it while we're doing this. And it's a beautiful thing because God's working in him. He's not like, no, nah, I don't want to hear nothing. He's open to it. I love that about him. But I feel like the church, when I say the church, I mean Christians who say they love Jesus. We are the most judgmental people on this freaking planet. We are Amen. the most judgmental. Amen. We need to be the least judgmental. So if we're actually the most judgmental, why the hell would somebody who's lost in the world want to come to church and say, you know what? I want to go be judged today. Let me just go into church and all these people are going to be looking down on me, telling me I'm this, this, and that. No, hold on. This they is what need to just go to church. Hold on. This is what they're thinking. I'm putting you in their headspace. They're mine. Yeah. I, I thought that way. Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm speaking for that person. Yeah. This isn't for your brother right here. I'm, I'm putting myself in their mindset. I've seen it time and time again. So my point is, is that if the church is already acting this way, how do you share the love of God to, do you have, first of all, remember we talked, we got to unpack all the lies. Mm-hmm. How do you reach somebody that's already been wrongfully accused? That's already feeling they're judged every, everything they do, everything they say. They've never experienced the love of God. They're experiencing the wrath of God before they can even experience the love. Imagine if God showed his wrath before his love. Everybody walking the earth, the next time you sin, you drop dead. Boom, you're done. And it's <laughs> out of here. Yeah. Right? So everybody would, there'd be, dude, you'd wake up in the morning. You think that movie, The Book of Eli, was crazy? Let's do real life Book of Eli in 2023 going into 24. Everybody would drop dead the next time they commit a sin against a holy God. Who would be walking the earth? Nobody. Zero people. So why are we so judgmental towards people who need to experience God's love? How do they experience his love? Through us. Like yesterday, I told you about my barber. 
you know, I went to this dude, he, he, he hooked me up. Yeah. He's telling me about how he, you know, did whatever he did, you know, like with some girl. Say it, bro. Okay. I, <laughs> bro, I mean, look, if, if he wants to talk to me about doing all this stuff, I'm going to be like, uh-huh. Yeah, whatever. It's all good. You know? Uh, and that's that's by in the, the way, midst you didn't of his judge people. him in the moment. That was the best thing you did. Of course not. You allowed you know? him to share yeah. with you because you've been there for sure. And so, then you did what you did. And how did he respond? So so when that he, was the key. When he was when he was in the midst of his friends, he was cursing, doing all this other stuff. Yeah. And then I chilled with him in the back after we talked, and we we ended up we ended up talking more and he was telling me he's like man i don't know i just i don't feel like i should be doing this with this girl yeah i'm like bro how are you gonna tell me you don't feel like you're doing this you're doing this you know like every every day or however much however times however many times you're doing this so um i'm ministering to him one-on-one yeah right and that's that's me learning from the church mm-hmm. at church reading my bible hearing the sermon that they're teaching and then bringing that out it's coming through and out it's coming in and then out into him and i'm talking to him about it and i talked to him bro you can't be one in one foot in one foot out yeah right before he told me he was smashing girls he was at church praying in the morning okay (laughs) this dude yeah yeah so it's like bro you're demonstrating your own hypocrisy like who are you are you uh, do you believe jesus and then what kind of belief do you have yeah or do you do you want this lifestyle where you're going to be free to do you and all this other stuff right i I love how you approached it and i love how you spoke life in it tell me what he's what he shared with you via the text message okay so i'm just gonna read it bro because it it was like it's directly i I think the world needs to hear how a born-again believer like yourself is not judging this person and you're actually letting them share with you, but you know so right here, this person's being hypocritical, right? He said, yo, saints got me thinking about that one foot in, one foot out thing, man. That's what he said. And I said, I'm telling you, bro, you can't say you love God, go and pray, and then, you know, just try to live as you please, you know? Yeah. Like, that's the thing. It's something I learned and that I'm still learning, you know? So he, he then said he was appreciative see, and he, all that. But see... This is what I'm trying to get at. You showed him love, first and foremost, right? You heard him out. What I like did to Jesus show love. Do? Jesus heard out everybody who the Pharisees were condemning. The woman at the well is the perfect example. They were ready to, they wanted to get this person. But who's to say those Pharisees weren't trying to hook up with her? She was probably attractive. Well, she had how many husbands? Well, I mean, I'm just holding my point is, is that a speculation, but right, yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. It could yeah. be something that really happened. The Pharisees were the most Bible thumping, whatever you want to call it. They had no heart for God or people. They thought they were above superior to all of us. That's why Jesus said, you guys are like whitewashed tombs. You look good on the outside, bro, but your heart is nowhere near. Amen, God. man. So that's what we're experiencing now in modern day Christianity. It's the same thing. So you listening to this guy, you've experienced what he's gone through. I've experienced it. We all have been sexual deviants, womanizers, whatever player, pimp, whatever you want to call it. And this guy is still struggling in his sin. You showed compassion like Jesus did. You showed love. And then look at how he responded. Bro, hey, saying I'm feeling kind of, you know, like this whole, it was your approach. You allowed the Holy Spirit to use you in that moment. 
in that moment to love on that dude. So how did I get there? Did you get what I'm even saying? If, even, By hey, the Holy Spirit. Glory to God in the highest. All realm, his okay? glory. So, so, but the, the thing is, is the church is what taught me. The church is what teaches me about God's conduct. The Holy Spirit teaches Listen, you. The church no, is no, no, reiterating no, no. what the Holy Spirit has already showed you okay. when you read the word. Facts. Is that not true? Facts. If I'll I'm mob, let me know. No, no, no. Hey, I'm, if I'm mob, somebody say I'm mob because I don't think I am. No, but, but it's through people who are called at church. Absolutely. Right? To teach us, not just in word, yeah. in lip service, but in deed and in truth because I see these pastors. Yeah. I see their devotion. I see their humility. I see their servant's heart. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're a pastor, bro, you are literally a servant to God. Yeah. Like the Levites. Absolutely. Back in the Old Testament, they couldn't own businesses. They couldn't own like land. They couldn't, you know, there was a lot of stuff they couldn't do. And so, but that's because God had said, hey, look, yeah, uh, the Levites they're the ones that are going to shepherd the people, the tabernacle. They're going to take care of the temple and all that stuff, you know? Right. So the church is so vital, but it's not all on the pastors to get the congregation to live out their faith. It's the congregation and people in, in leadership, the people that are, that are becoming leaders from pastoral council that are going to go and make disciples. Mm-hmm. Okay. And music could be well, a part well, of that. That's the middle Podcasts man. are that's gonna the middle be a part of that. You said. That's that middle because management. Now, that's you, that middle you feel management. Compelled to go disciple somebody, right? Yes. The pastor can only do so much. You can't, exactly. Everybody in the church can't walk up to the pastor and go, "Hey, pastor, I need this. Can you pray for this?" I need. That's why they have a staff. No, but the criticism. Also, but the criticism is on the the people. Like you, you felt that you didn't want to be judged, or that you would be judged by the pastors or by the people. Okay, so if, if you feel like you're going to be judged by your fellow brethren or your fellow people or humans, I mean, what exactly does that entail? You're judged in what way? Are you judged in the fact that you're not good enough? Or are you judged in the fact that they're not going to accept the lifestyle that you're at or what you're doing? Okay. All, well, I mean, it's... it's like, for example, you don't drink. Uh-huh. I do drink. I you know, after a long day, like you were saying, uh-huh. a cold one. Yeah. If I go to church, are they going to judge me for that? Okay. So if you go to church, right, and you're drinking beers at church? No. no. Okay. So but He's then, just saying, like, if he has a drink on a Saturday night after a hard day's work, and then he goes to church that next day, and he starts to talk nobody's to Nobody's talking to him about his drinking. No, no, but if it gets co- mentioned in the conversation, are people going to look down at him because he's still wants to have a drink after a hard day at work. I would how say do, no. How do you share that? I would because say no. Because the Bible does not teach that having a drink is a sin. No. Jesus talks about no drunkards will enter into the, he- into the kingdom of heaven. So that means people that just get wasted. You're putting alcohol. So look, so. Did you just make wine out of water? Yeah, he did. He made water out of wine. Yeah. Yeah, water out of <laughs> he wine. He made wine out of wine. I'm sorry. So, but, but, but I said it wrong. My bad. Okay. So, but here, here's the thing. Like, if you're talking to somebody at church, you know, when you're fellowshipping with somebody, you know, context matters in the situation, right? Like, are you going with a friend who's also drinking or getting drunk? Or are you coming with a friend who's saying, hey, bro, come over here. I just want you to hear this message. 
And if you're fe- feeling convicted, like maybe you're concerned about judgment of the potential sin that you got going on because you yourself are thinking, should I be doing this or not? You're asking yourself the question, you know, like. And I'm there to, to make some changes in my life, right? That's why someone goes to church, right? I, I would imagine. So, look, well, listen, okay, so if you're going to go to church. You, you can change your lifestyle, like little by little, say, I'm not going to do this no more, I'm going to do this no more. But in order to see real, authentic change, he ha- you have to allow him to in- do it internally. Because what he does is he changes your heart. You have a heart of stone that he wants to turn into a heart of flesh. Meaning he wants you to be sensitive to all the things that he doesn't want you to participate in. You get what I'm saying? But if you're asking yourself that question, if you're asking yourself, am I going to be judged because I drank? That is, I don't want to say like a cop out to not go to church in, in a way because you could you don't know what you don't know so unless you go there and are actually judged for what you're doing you shouldn't be making like preconceived or you shouldn't have preconceived ideas of how you're going to be treated right now you said that's kind of like a cop out are you judging me for thinking that way you could probably say that it's it's judging you for thinking that way but i think i'm not judging you personally I would say that the mentality, it's an excuse. It's an excuse. And so, so that's kind of like an excuse for me. Like, I don't want to go be judged. That's why I want to. So, but that, that is that, but that's the thing though, is that people have these ideas about the church that are not even true. Like how many times are you going to act on things that are not real? Right. If something, you know, in another area of your life, you're like, this isn't even real. I'm not going to pay any attention to it. Except when it comes to obedience to what God is saying or even going to church, it's not a bad idea. Even Jordan Peterson said, it's not a bad idea to go somewhere once a week to hear how not great you are. You know, all sunshines and rainbows, you know? Yeah, yeah. So um, that particular thing is good for society to have um, some direction of heavenly things so is there are there excuses amongst people and things that are not real that people bring into the church absolutely i don't think it's fair if you want to talk about um you know what's right i don't think it's fair for belief or unbelievers or 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 people who are not necessarily in the faith to judge the faith so much in especially in that context when you're talking about oh i feel like the church is going to judge me um, because of this, this, and that, especially if you haven't experienced that. If you experience that, mm-hmm. that's a different situation. And I'm sorry that you experienced that situation. And I love you. I want to try to bring you back into the fold. Like, you have to judge the whole church off Jesus. You need to focus on God and judge everybody off Jesus. Because if you're upset about, about the church, they're just a bunch of they're a bunch of sinners saved by grace. They're a bun- bunch of saints that sometimes sinned, right? And if you look at, at ten thousand from ten thousand feet up, now your perspective changes on the whole situation because the church is vital. It's necessary. Mm-hmm. Pastoral leadership is necessary for the congregation. People going to to church to not hear how great they are is necessary, yep. even if you're judged or not. Shame and guilt is a prompting from God that you need to change. Maybe what you did is shameful. 
maybe you do have guilt because what you did was wrong. Why is that not part of the equation? Yeah. Everybody just wants their life to be okay. And nobody wants to be judged. And I get that. I mean, don't you think I wish things were good? That I could have <laughs> things that uh, I choose not to follow? Yeah. But it's again that it's, it's the Lord that brings us along in that stuff.